welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Our today's guest is Kirsten Carey. She is an owner of Nourish. She can be found online on nourish123.com. She's got an incredible process to tell us about that balances nutrition and science and soul and brings a person into health. She works with autoimmune conditions. So welcome, Kirsten. Oh, thanks for having me. So let's start by you kind of explaining what is it that you actually do? Because everything I just name, it's like, it's a lot yes. <laughs> and you bring it into focus for people. Right. So um, I myself was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition, celiac, and then eventually I had Hashimoto's diagnosed as well. And I struggled to find answers. I went through conventional medicine. I went through natural medicine. I went through functional medicine and I wasn't finding a, a complete solution. I was feeling a little bit better some of the time, but I was still having these back and forth issues. I was gaining weight. I was losing weight. I just couldn't find a solution. So I ended up going back to school for nutrition. And then I ended up going back to school for additional uh, certifications in uh, emotional healing, trauma healing, uh, name it. And I pretty much <laughs> got through it. Um, and my husband then also ended up leaving his job, going back to school for nutrition. And then he has additional certifications and education in lab interpretation, physiology, uh, biochemistry, things like that. So we created a program, the program I wish had been available to me when I first started having issues and challenges to help people with chronic issues, uh, chronic symptoms, uh, autoimmune disease diagnosed or not. It's, it's difficult to diagnose a lot of the autoimmune conditions. There's about 200 of them. There's only about 20 actual tests to fully diagnose autoimmunes. There's a lot of people running around with autoimmune related challenges. So we, we deal with all those as well. So what we did is create this program to help people look at it from three different place uh, perspectives. You take in the nutrition, which is critical to have that dialed in for each individual person. There's no one magic diet that fixes all things for all people. So dialing in the right proper nutrition for each person. The second piece is looking at the science as we call it, or the physiology, the biochemistry, the, um, the issues that are all around the epigenetics component to 
uh, healing. And then finally, and this is where I think this, we really get separated out um, ahead of, of other people who are doing something similar is what we call the soul component, which I know is going to really relate to where you are and what you do too. It's really that understanding spiritual side of who we are, the emotional side of who we are, underlying traumas, and all of the pieces that go into the paradigm or the underlying filter that we use to decide if we're safe or not. So we put a program together that uh, intertwines all three of those things to help somebody figure out what's going on and then surface it and then rewire or heal from it so that they can experience a life that they were really meant to. Wow. So this is, I'm trying to put it together in my mind from what you're saying. Um, the only thing I think people might not know the words that you said were epigenetics and paradigm, everything else I'm sure everybody understood. So we might want to open those up, but yep. from what you're saying, it sounds like it's a combination of um like things that they take in, like diet and movement of their bodies and things, um, something that is related to like how their blood work works or their internal processes, like the body-based stuff, that would be the science. And the third exactly. category would be probably like understanding how that fits into their life, like the mm -hmm. meaning in life and things. Yeah. Am I understanding this correctly? Yeah. yeah. Purpose, identity, uh, underlying traumas, really understanding how we think and how what we think or what we feel or what we believe can be stopping us from healing. So if mm -hmm. we don't believe we're worthy, if we believe that we're a bad person, if we got conditioned when we were little kids not to really feel like we were important, a lot of times the healing won't come no matter how good your diet is, no matter how perfect the supplement is, no matter how good your interpretation of the labs are, you can't get up over into the healing space if the body doesn't feel it's safe. Do you find that sometimes people come in with almost like, Overfixing syndrome, like they've gone to the doctor, they've done tons of blood work, they've done every possible kind of a alternative, maybe version of. It's like they caught in this whole "I have to fix myself" thing, right. and they missing something that's what you're talking about—the unification as to what is it that's unique to you. Like maybe yes. some things are not even broken when they're trying to fix it because some test somewhere said that some parameter is off. Do you find that? Yeah, we, my husband and I were just talking about this. We're in the process of, of just completing a, a book and there, the section we're working on right now is talking about labs. And what we find is a lot of times other practitioners and, and doctors, they like to do tons of labs. Like they're looking mm -hmm. for some magic unicorn. And most of the time, it's not a magic unicorn that's the problem. It's more of the basics that people are overlooking of, do I feel safe? Do I feel balanced? What's causing me to feel inflamed emotionally, mentally, or physically? But they keep going down the rabbit hole of, well, I'll do one more test, one more test. Well, how about this magic test? And then if you do enough testing, you're going to find something. But the answers are still usually preliminary answers of why doesn't your body feel safe? Why is this coming up the way it is? What's been going on in your system? What red flags have your body been waving that you're ignoring or missing? Because if you find a nutrient deficiency, you can't just take the nutrient and hope that it all goes better. There was a reason the nutrient was deficient. Understanding that is going to be more important than just continuing to run down the rabbit hole of another thousand dollars of tests here and five thousand here. Another, so yes, I think what happens is we get stuck in the idea of there's some magic answer, some magic test I can take the magic pill for and magically make it all better, and overlook the I need to change my 
behavior. I need to change some of the actions I'm taking. I need to change some of the patterns I've been in, which is causing me to feel the way I am, whether it's a nutrient deficiency, whether it's a food that's making you sick, you still need to understand that I still need to participate (laughs) in the healing process. Right? So yeah, I think people get caught up in the tangible part. You know, I'm going to stop, I'm going to eat this perfect diet and I'll stop eating this magic tomato and then everything's going to get better. Or if I just do one more lab test or I work out harder or I take more supplements, it's all going to get better. There's a reason why our body is presenting the way it is. And a lot of times it's because of the intangible stuff that's in our system that you can never, you know, touch or see how we feel about ourselves, how we were brought up, what we were conditioned to think or believe about who we are and, and the safety in which we live. Absolutely. And when I used to do a lot of energy work with people like years ago, the one of the main issues always been coming up with um, that they take what the supposedly is missing and then it's still not absorbing or integrating in their body, but it's just like discarding it. And then they wondering, why is it I'm taking all this right stuff and nothing is working? And it's like, well, that's because we got to look as to why you're not taking it in. So that sounds exactly like what you're running into as well. Exactly. Well said. Um, you know, just again, because you find this one piece doesn't mean that's why that's exactly how to get better. There's a reason that one piece is missing. You have to understand that more effectively or more. Um, a lot of people know intuitively there's something else, but conventional medicine, a lot of times has us trained, even natural medicine has trained to more look for what's in the black and white, what's on the lab report rather than what's, what's here. And, you know, you can't logic your way out of an emotion, you know, you can't just make it go away by taking a supplement, but you're right. If they're taking the supplements or they're eating the right foods or they're doing all the right things, but they're still getting the symptoms, they're still getting the wrong results. There's something else going on in the paradigm or in the system inside the emotional component to who we are. That's telling us something's not, not right, not, not in balance. Um, there's some message that we're missing and we do a really good job of squashing those messages and overriding them and pretending like they're not there. Or we learn that really early on in childhood to just squash the emotion. We don't process emotions very well, especially as Americans. Well, yeah. And a lot of times I actually find that people who are very much living consciously as far as they on their own spiritual journey, they're aware of what they're doing. They feel like they have a purpose. They're doing something, especially entrepreneurs who connecting um, wealth acquisition with purpose and service. So they trying to live very consciously. And when it comes to physical health, somehow all of that flies right out of the window and then they go to the doctor because something must be broken and they need a solution. And when there's no easy solution, that's where they go down into this rabbit hole of, you know, there must be magical unicorn, just like you said, something, right. one thing I'm missing. If I just had that, everything that will be one fine. Thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ah, oh. it's, it's never the magic unicorn piece. It's always some basic thing that we've seen, basic premise that you're missing. And well, like somebody, digestion, inflammation, uh, like basic stuff that people kind of like, oh, well, I know I have some inflammation. Yeah, but that's kind yeah. of the cause of a and lot of why. It. And then the understanding is why yeah. and what caused that and what got that there. And why mm-hmm. is the body utilizing it to try to alert you? Why are you ignoring it? Why are you? But we teach people how to push through and white knuckle it and sleep on fewer hours and celebrate how busy we are all the time. And the body's like, hey, hey. <laughs> I need some time to myself. You need to give me a minute to process what's going on. And a lot of times people don't, I don't think people appreciate that trauma isn't just 
the obvious traumas. I mean, obviously people die, we're in horrible accidents. That's obvious trauma. It's the little things that the body perceives as trauma that doesn't make it feel safe. We're not eating the right things. We're pushing on when the body told us we needed to slow down. We're not getting enough sleep. We're not getting enough water. That can be traumatizing to the body because it pushes it further away from what it considers to be safe. So we do that. We keep repeating those patterns over and over and over, pushing ourselves past the point where our body said is enough. That's traumatic to the body as well. Yeah. So now that we understand that there are micro traumas, we understand that there's kind of a systemic issue, sorry, that that is causing the situation in the body. When somebody comes to you, what would you do to help them? Because all these areas we just named, that's a lot of areas. So how you must have a system or a process or methodology to kind of extract the needed information to then customize it, right? Exactly. So can you speak yeah. a little about that? Right. So um, again, we've been doing this a really long time. So we've really dialed this in. So what we do is there's a whole process when somebody comes in, actually, before they even become a client, we put them through a process to even see, is this the right fit? Because if it's not the right fit, it's not going to serve them. It's not going to serve us. It's not helpful. And we don't want to be on the pile of things that didn't work. So we're very clear. Is this the right thing for you? Is this the right time? Are you the right client for who we are? So we, we go through about an hour and a half conversation that we have where we really pull apart what are their symptoms? What have they been through? What are they currently taking medication-wise, supplementation-wise? What have they been through, through childhood, uh, teens, adulthood? What has their experience been like? What's their perception? And what's really going on as a whole? So we do look at that. Any labs that they've had done in the past, we look at that before we even do our own labs. But once we decide it's a good fit, somebody is ready for the process there. They believe actually that the healing is available to them. They just don't know how or the tools to get there. We then take them in as a client. Then we put them through a process where there's an emotional um, course, essentially that they're going through where they also have support from myself and my team, where we put them through a process to start even understanding how does the subconscious work? How does the brain function? What is really going on energetically for you? to understand where some of your hidden traumas are that you didn't even realize were there. So is that process. The second thing we do is we, we do our own labs. They're usually fairly simple labs. There's only three of them. We're not looking at five and $10,000 for the labs down the rabbit hole. It's what's the overall understanding. And my husband handles most of that um, component. He's more of the science end of what we do. <coughs> Because we've done this for so long, we're not just looking at one biomarker. We're looking at patterns. We're looking for certain biomarkers that come up when there are certain patterns. It tells us even more about what's going on with the physiology, what other things can we do and why this is happening. Not just look, this is deficient, but why it would be deficient. What other things are going on physiologically and emotionally that could be telling us that. Then we dial in their nutrition for them. We take some of the labs that we're also doing and we continue to dial their nutrition in as they continue to work with us, but we find the right diet for them. We don't just blanket it and saying, here's one diet for you. Then as they continue to work with us, we keep checking in periodically and measuring their successes emotionally, mentally, and physically to see where are they struggling and where are they succeeding to help support what it is that's going on. So we can keep getting them on that ideal health trajectory and get them off the the broken one. As we continue to work with them, they also get to work in groups as well. What we found phenomenally amazing about our clients when they work together or they see each other in, in coaching clinics together is it sometimes you don't know what you don't know 
until you see someone else struggling with something that you were struggling with and you couldn't have identified it on yourself, but you can see it like as in a mirror on someone else. Sometimes things will surface and they'll get clear just by them watching someone else go through their process too, which is just, you know, the collective so much better, right? So the group component also helps the healing process in a way that you couldn't have just designed. It just happens. And so frequently we'll have coaching clinics and we have them every single day of the week, except for Sunday is an opportunity to work with a coach. A lot of times they'll see somebody on that and somebody will raise their hand in the group and say, that's the exact issue that I was having. And I couldn't identify it, but this person, now I see it. Now I get it. Now I can process it. It makes some sense. So that's phenomenal too. So we work in group settings. We work in individual settings. We work on individual labs and we help customize a process for that person within a system that we know works. So, so how long does it take as a journey for someone? Like if they come in and they kind of think they have this problem and they probably discover they have some other problem, not the one they think <laughs> they're having. <laughs> That's right. usually the case. So how long is that journey for someone to get to the state where you're saying when like, okay, they actually seeing their life change and their right. body. So for, it, it's different for everybody, but we really mm -hmm. see it as a three year journey. However, we are not taking clients in for a three year process. Mm -hmm. If you look at it from a three year process and you back it up and you look at it at the 12 week mark, the 12 month mark, and then the three year mark, this is what we typically see mm -hmm. at 12 weeks. It takes the person about 12 weeks to get out of what we consider to be crisis mode. Crisis mode is when everything's not working right. Things don't make sense. Everything's hitting the fan. It's all terrible getting them out of crisis mode into what we would consider healing mode right around the 12 week mark is when most people make that tipping point where they, in the first 12 weeks of working us, we're really uncovering root cause issues, emotionally, mentally, and physically, the labs are making sense to things. Diets getting dialed in their emotional traumas are getting surfaced and we're really getting them into the system to understand the tools and what's really happening at their core. They're getting better at using the tools and knowing what to ask for and what to be alerted by right around the 12 week mark is when they start to shift over into this whole other system in their, in their own body, where they're feeling more empowered. They're starting to understand it. The body's starting to step up and say, I'm going to use some rewards for the work that you've been doing. The uh, emotional components start balancing out. The anxiety starts to go away. The symptoms start to alleviate it, it, It's It's amazing. Right at the 12 week, you start to see that shift. Now, the reason that we typically don't stop working with the client at the 12 week mark, and we really do want them to continue on for a year in within the program is because what happens is that the 12 week mark, we start to feel so good about what's going on, but we don't realize there's some old patterns that still have a lot of strength. And what will happen is we start feeling good, but then something happens in life and starts kind of pulling back those old patterns that suck us back in. Well, yeah, it's so changed, sure but people... not integrated yet. <laughs> exactly. Perfect description. The integration is really critical. Critical. Mm -hmm. We see it takes most people at least till the six month, nine month mark before the integration is really taken hold. And then give them a few more weeks on that to really say, hey, I've got this. I feel safe in this new process. The new process feels stronger than the old system that I used to be in in, in, in the underlying paradigm. Then some people decide they want to work past that year which is fantastic. Others are like, Hey, I've got this. 
the people at the year mark, they're the ones who then up level, they get to levels they didn't even know were available to them. They're starting businesses, they're getting businesses back that they had to close because they didn't feel great. They're traveling, they're taking on a whole new inspirational version of their life that they never even realized was available. So some people continue working with us after that year, but the majority of our clients, it's a year long process as far as getting through to the other side, as far as the integration the solidification of what they've learned and not sliding back into old patterns or habits. What we see with a lot of people is they've done other stuff. They've done other diets, other processes, other programs, other clinicians have worked with them. What happens is they feel great at like this eight week mark, 12 week, and then they go, I got this. And then six months later you check in. Yes. And they've dropped out because they didn't work on the underlying patterns that had gotten them there in the first place. So they can force themselves into a better space for a short period of time, but they can't hold it. And we find that actually to be more detrimental to somebody that they get where they thought they wanted to go, didn't work on the underlying patterns that had gotten them there in the first place. They get sucked back into the old way. And then they're more defeated, more depressed, more upset because they slid back. So that's why with clients, if they're not willing to put in really 12 months into the process, we really don't think it's usually the best fit because we're not going to see them in the level of success that they really need not to slide back into, into old habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So would you say that that part as in not just the kind of technical, the nutritional, the medical side sort of of it, but the underlying patterns uh, work that makes what you do unique as a combination of those two factors? Absolutely. I, I don't know anybody else who's doing all three of those factors cohesively in one process, the way that we're doing it. And again, we put this program together with the, if I had gotten the ideal program, when I found out that I had celiac disease and Hashimoto's, if I could have stepped into the most ideal spot to not have to suffer unnecessarily, even after the diagnosis, what could I have done? This is what we decided to put together. And we've tweaked it over the last dozen years making sure that it's still really effective. And we're, we're all, always making it more efficient, more effective, all, all the pieces. Um, but this was what I wish had been available to me because I suffered for many, many, many more years than necessary looking for an answer that I couldn't get and trying to pull the pieces together on your own and hold them together. It's, 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 it's hard, right? Yeah. And confusing. And a lot of times the person just wouldn't have enough expertise in all the areas you name to be able right. to, dig deep enough to understand the pattern and sounds like that's one of your sort of a superpowers is that you see some right. patterns that might be hidden for other people and for you they're pretty obvious yeah exactly so the the patterns that we don't see we don't see them in ourselves because we purposely designed and have defense mechanisms not to see those patterns mm -hmm. so it could be incredibly obvious to my team looking at a client oh here's a pattern when she's looking at you going what do you mean i, I never saw that I said, well, you, you purposely designed, you know, blinders not to see some of these patterns because your body thought you were safer by not seeing them. Now you're ready for it and we can help, you know, identify them and expose them. Yeah. So what would you say would be the personal part, like the lesson or something you had to learn in order to come up with this business model? Like you talked how you were healing yourself because you were going through this journey, but this business structure sort of that you're describing, it's very unusual. It's like combination of five different things that you've already <laughs> named in there. So how did you come up with that business structure? And what was the personal part that kind of led you to, oh, that's the be best way to deliver this thing I came up with? 
Well, I mean, I went through this from the same thought. I'm a very linear thinker. I, I'm a very emotional person. But when I grew up, it was uh, my dad was very good at teaching us not to have emotion. Right. Mm. So we, my sister and me, we, we learned how to squash emotional components. Right. So I learned really early on, I was safer within my tribe to be an unemotional person, learn how to compartmentalize, not process, just shove it to the side. But my true being is an emotional being, right? I'm a spiritual being, emotional being. I want to have this experience. So I was very confused growing up because my linear thought process got, you know, in conflict with my emotional body. So I'm a very linear thinker. So I, and I'm not emotional. So I went into the process thinking, well, I'll stay on the linear side. I'll think on the logical side. I'll look at the labs and I'll get all the practitioners to teach me the perfect diet. Even when I went to school for nutrition, I did all the diet perfectly and chew a tea and all of the things. And I, I had spreadsheets to figure out, I'm not kidding, spreadsheets to figure out what I was supposed to be eating and the stress I was under trying to figure that out. And you probably made it worse just by the stress oh, itself. <laughs> absolutely. And so going through the process of realizing I was creating more of an inflammatory, unsafe response because I was doing this like white knuckling and not addressing underlying traumas and, and issues emotionally because I was like, ah, I can handle them. So as I continued on in school, every now and then they'd throw something in like, go meditate, <laughs> go work on your spiritual being, go journal. And I was like, uh, that, that's for the weak people. That's for the weak people, <laughs> the, the, those emotional people, right? But as I continued on and I continued learning, that's what I continued to gravitate towards. I started really getting pulled into people who could take the science and the spirit and put them together like Bruce Lipton, um, you know, Joe Dispenza. I started reading a lot of their stuff. Then I started going way down the rabbit hole on all those things and learning, uh, you know, energetic healing pieces and all the, you know, pieces on that, that I was like, why hasn't anybody said this before? But then I started putting it together and being able to then explain it from a science perspective to our clients. So it wasn't that woo woo, that was so dangerous. And I'm like, oh no, but the woo woo is the stuff that works when you understand all of the pieces that come together now it starts to make sense from a science perspective, from the nutrition perspective, from the logical, logical side. Then I started putting them together. One of my, one of my skill sets, one of my superpowers is that I can take information and I can process it and put it together and simplify it so people can understand it more easily and then lock into it and utilize it themselves and not just have to rely on somebody else doing it for them. And that's what we want for our clients. They learn how to do this for themselves. So I took that and my personal journey got me to see how the just logical side wasn't enough, that we had to integrate that with the emotional and the spiritual and how to put that together in a way that it all made sense, regardless of what religious background you were, how you grew up, those pieces, you understand how to dial it in and customize it to you organically, independently as an individual. Yeah, and I think a lot of times people forget that the environment that affects us is actually us. We are the environment. Yes. So if we are sort of a subconsciously a mess or suppressing or in some sort of a trauma when we think we're great because we covered it up very nicely, <laughs> we're still yes. living in the environment body-wise that is of exactly. stress. And a lot of people confuse that concept, think, well, I did this to myself. Well, yes, but you didn't do it on purpose. You didn't stand there saying, I want to be sick. There were underlying patterns that caused this experience for you. So if you don't understand how you're influencing your environment and the choices you're making and that you have a choice, no matter whether you like the choices or not, but you have a choice, that's what's influencing the action you take and the decisions that you make. 
that's what's causing a lot of your underlying challenges. And when they feel not disempowered by that and they feel empowered by that knowledge, it all changes. But so many people will say, oh my God, I did this to myself. How could I do that to myself? Look what I've done to my children. I'm like, okay, let's back that up. Take a deep breath on that. And let's talk about how this is an empowerment moment for you that you have so much more control than you ever realized. And when you get that control back right there, it can change the influence you're having on your your health experience. Well, this is such a great point. And yes, um, what you're talking about, Kirsten, this whole idea of whatever we're learning is actually part of like how we grow right through the experience. And that even the painful issue could be empowering if it's turned around correctly. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I think this was a really good point to hear for our audience, because sometimes when we realize that we are the problem, it's Mm -hmm. hard to turn it into, oh, but that also means I have the power now (laughs) because I'm the one. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And they feel so much better about taking control over what's going on. And so much of disease is in the concept that we're, that things are happening to us rather than for us. And that we have the ability to shift that. So once we feel empowered again, the, the fear of, of something else controlling us changes and that can pull us right into a whole healing process by itself. Oh, this is such a, such a great conversation. And I can talk with you for like another half hour and another hour, (laughs) but uh, this, this was so beneficial, I think for people to understand that there's so many components that go into self-healing and that it actually is possible um, no matter what state the person is at. And you're the example of that. So Yes, this is uh, Kirsten Carey, and she's the owner of Nourish, and you can find her online at nourish123.com. Is there any other place they um, can find you? Yes, we're also, we've got a YouTube channel, we've got Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're, we're pretty much, it's hard to, not to find awesome. us, but our YouTube channel. All those links will be in the show notes, people, go check it out. And um, you have a gift for the audience to share something so they can start um, kind of checking out your process. Yes. So we have the nine activators report. It is very thorough. There's nine pieces, nine things that you can take action on to start taking your um, health experience right now, turning it around and getting it on an ideal health path for you. Oh, this is awesome. So definitely check it out. The link is in the show notes. And thank you so much, Kirsten. I really appreciate you being here and sharing all of this. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on a social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on a social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. 
Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time.